Happening, dual participants. Welcome to Pod of Greed. We have been officially approved by the shadowy council of men in suits who rule the internet and have been permitted to join KaibaCorp's legion of official podcasts. This is Kaiba Online. And I'm Sarah, also known as Noah My Shorts. I'm Dan, aka KaibaCorp, hacked. Uh, Industrial Illusions, hacked. Domino City, hacked. And I'm Elliot, a.k.a. Dual Leapa, and you guys, we've got some new rules this season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One, you can't use your deck, pick some new cards with a virtual deck. Two, choose carefully. One, monsters your deck, Master C. Three, don't panic yet, but you're dueling for your souls and your friends and your bodies. And if you don't survive, your body's owned by the big five. I got new duels, I count them. Welcome to Pot of Greed. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, part of the uh, deal that we negotiated with Kaiba Corp's lawyers, because uh, they, they overheard us singing last time, so now in every episode we have to do a song. It's it, it We're legally bound. Elliot could tell us, because he's a lawyer. It, it's, it, it it's, works like that. It's true. It's true. Mm. I, I am a lawyer. <laughs> I didn't go to law school, but that's beside the point. You played uh, Ace Attorney, I'm, and that's basically going to law school. I played all of Ace Attorney, and I did one year of law school. Hmm. Yeah, six, six Ace Attorney games. Every three Ace Attorney games counts as another year of law school. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> jot that down. How are you guys doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, let's see, I'm... I'm... A, I'm just... Let's see. Uh... Last week I went clamming, uh, met some relatives I hadn't seen in a long time. What's clamming? Uh, also known at, at, let's see, clamming is just uh, going out to a bit of a bit of a shore where clams can be found and just <gasps> catching clams. Well, Whoa. digging up clams. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I'm so excited about this. It sounds so yeah. fun. It's also known as muckraking because so, sometimes you use like a rake and sometimes... What I did was I just like went to some some moderately shallow water and like just felt around for clams, pulled them out and threw them in a basket on a little on a little uh, inner tube thingy. Uh, I don't know what a clam looks like, so I'm googling it. You don't know what a clam oh, looks. Oh, those boys! Okay, yeah, yeah, those okay. lads. Specifically, cahogs. Uh, I was just cycling through like shells in my mind, and I was like oysters, mussels, winkles. Couldn't remember about clams, but I've got them. I'm here. I'm here for it, and I'm very excited for you. That's that sounds. I don't really think fun. I could tell you the difference between an oyster and a clam if you showed me a picture of them both. Oysters have got like <laughs> on their surface. 
Um, you know what I mean? I tried to make a clam chowder out of it, but I messed up with uh, the potatoes, and in my efforts to cook the potatoes, burnt the chowder. It's a shame, though. You hate to see it. Yeah. We hate to see it. Elliot, how have you been? Uh, good. Uh, let's see. I am a saint, so I volunteered yesterday, as I do on Monday nights. Um... Otherwise, oh, I'm moving next weekend, which is going to be oh, sick. Cool. Uh, yeah, so. Where are you going to? I'm just a, just across ta town. I live like 25 minutes outside of the Twin Cities right now, and I'm moving into St. Paul, uh, which is Have... really nice because I work in St. Paul. You decided what color to paint your room. Uh, I've narrowed it down. Nice, 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 yes. nice, 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 uh, nice. That's all I've got, Sarah. How are you? Uh oh. You, you know what? I guess I haven't talked about this on podcast, but I'm I'm coming to America, baby. Yeah, you sure I'm are. I, I hey, booked, me too. I booked. I booked. We're gonna. We're gonna, We're having a pot of grade meetup, kind of unofficially. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I booked I booked flights to go to America so that I can go to NecoCon in Virginia, and I have forced everyone on this podcast to come as well. Under duress. <laughs> Under duress. I pointed my Millennium gun at everyone and I said, "Lads, we're my going to Virginia." Done phasers. I can't wait to get to that part. Oh yeah. Um... Oh yeah. There were guns in these episodes, kind of. Well, I had guns. Yeah, you had guns. You know we didn't have guns, Sarah. I, I am very curious as to what you had. Anyway, so we are discussing, for me, what is episode 98 in this sub called Mysterious Challenger, Giant Moving Fortress Surfaces. Wonder what happens in this one. It's episode one of season three, a virtual nightmare, exclamation point. <laughs> Damn, really sounds like a virtual nightmare, huh? <laughs> That's really uh, funny. We got a uh, new OP. Yeah, good one, four kids. Oh, we, we did, got... and it rips. Yeah. We uh, didn't, actually. I don't huh. think we have yet. I think this okay. was one in, like, three episodes for us, but I'm not sure. The song is about the same as the second season, but, like, we've got a new, whole new set of visuals. It's, it's, like, focused on the virtual world stuff. And there's, like, a little subtitle now for the show. It's called Enter the Shadow Realm. Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. Enter the Shadow Realm. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is it, it is pretty much the same OP, but I like the very beginning shot of mm. Yeah, it's really good. It's like uh, yeah, I like all the visuals in this OP. They're good. It's like Yugi and Yami together and like one of them's upside down, so it looks sort of like they're in a sort of yin yang position. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. I I'm like this is all coming back to me from like when I watched it like two years ago. Um, but like I was watching the I was watching the OP this time, and like it's been like three, possibly more weeks since I've actually watched an episode of Yu-Gi-Oh. And mm. I was watching the OP, and it just Can't kind of relate. It really struck me that Yugi's hair is just is just like that. Yeah, like his hair is is really something, huh? Like, yeah. I, I, I just I just forget. I get desensitized to it, and it took me three weeks yeah. away to now look at it and be like. Takahashi did that. Pretty much every Yu-Gi-Oh protagonist except maybe Jaden has pretty wild hair and 
Fucking And at least in the dub, one of the big five, like, s actually commented on Yuki's hair. Like, no, like, it's a non-issue. Nobody in universe is like, hey, that's fucked up, buddy. <laughs> so it was it was very weird to hear one of the big five be like, I'm gonna change that haircut of yours. Like, yeah. no one else thinks this is weird. You're the only person who thinks this is weird, you old man. Fucking old man, huh, huh, huh. Um, yeah. Oh my god, now I'm thinking of like a, boo a big five boomer meme. <laughs> oh my like, god. Kids Crop back in my images. day had hair like this. Now they have hair like this. Oh my god. They're fucking boomers, aren't they? Ugh. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we start out the episode under the sea. And there's like machinery, and it goes clang, 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 and then like a big submarine ship thingy like wicks, rises from the seafloor and swims away. Um, there's a bit of commentary where like we're like they're like preparing to take off, and the last thing you hear is a mysterious voice saying, "At last, Seto, I'll finally reclaim everything you've stolen from me." My heart. I'd like to make one quick note that um, I keep the subtitles on. I will um, on Netflix and uh, Noah, or sorry, mysterious uh, voice asks about the uh, status of Kaiba Craft Three, and I would like to point out that Craft is spelled with a K. Fuck. Hmm. That's <laughs> great. That's 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 so Kaiba. Yeah, fucking edgy bitch who stole my heart. Fucking bitch. Um, yeah, and we cut to in the blimp. Uh, Yugi wakes up. Uh, he like has some feelings about like, oh my god, Marek's killed a load of people, and I hit him. But then immediately gets distracted by from this by like the blimp starts crashing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know. Did you get to? Did you cut to Joey's room and we see that Honda oh. and Otogi and Joey have been sleeping in the same bed? Oh, I think uh, we did get a side of that. Yeah, like this yeah, was. Yeah, I like it. This was. I you know this the little shot of like Honda and Duke sleeping together was good to me because it presented like the only viable solution to the fucking love triangle with Shizuka is just just get Honda and Duke together. Like that's all. Yeah. That's that. that it's yeah. fine. Problem solved. You sorted it. They'll throw it out. Yeah. Um, Anzu and Shizuka and Mai are sharing a room, um, which is good to me. Uh, and then we cut to like Mukuba, who's like fucking Captain Mukuba's Kirk. Mukuba's the pilot, you guys. Mukuba's fucking Captain <laughs> I, Kirk. I, I made over here. this joke like a half dozen episodes ago about Mokuba having every odd job on the blimp, including pilot. But um, literally. It seems he's the pilot. He's just... He is. It's like that. It's like that one Mabimba mask. Who is the captain? It's got to be Mokuba. Not yeah. familiar with that one, Chief. Uh, there, I mean, they're right. There was me some neither, Yahoo. but me neither. But I appreciate it. There yeah. was some Yahoo where they asked, like, "Who is the captain?" and it led into this whole thing about who in a given group would be the captain of a ship. If they were all on a ship. Mm. Uh, mm, 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 mm. I mean, I'm... of the hosts here, it would be Dan. Yeah. We've established that he's the glue <laughs> holding us together. 
Um, yeah, so, there's a brief cut of like Marek on the roof. He's just yeah. kind of chilling on the roof. Uh, Marek the- announces, "This is a filler arc." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He um, says, "Oh, we've gotten interrupted." Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I like it. The blimp has been interrupted. It's veering off into one specific direction, and they can't figure out why. Uh, in the in the sub here, like even though they're crashing, Mugaba and Kaiba, like you know, they they take the time to tell the gang some stuff about their shitty dad who built the island. It's like, oh, we've got oh, a big yeah. situation. But first, let me tell you about my shitty dad. Hmm. Oh my god, yeah. Okay, the thing that trips me up, at least in the dub, is they keep referring to Gozaburo as their stepfather, which like yeah, it's. It's weird because it's, it's... It's not correct. <laughs> that's an adoptive father. Like, it's not even yeah. like they changed the context so that he would be a stepfather. They're just calling him that. They're just using the wrong word. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, oh yeah, so... Uh, Kaibakor used to be... Um, used to make high-tech machines for war, according to Mokuba, until yep. Kaiba came down and, quote... Tore down all the military factories. Yeah. I love it. Practice? Hmm. Kaiba yeah, and, is... And, and, yeah, you go. Yeah, Kaiba is, is, a, is against the military. He is only in favor of one thing, and that's him. <laughs> he, is, he answers to no nation but the nation of Kaiba. He, they... Kaiba Corp oh. is a living moss mentality. Everyone in Kaiba Corp is an example of living moss. God damn it, Kaiba's a sovereign citizen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't like that. But then mm. Kaiba is basically like, Mokuba, stop telling everybody our personal business. Yeah. <laughs> which, I, yeah. which I respect. He's a, he's a private guy. He's like, you know what? What happened mm-hmm. between me and my stepfather is... Not y- Yugi Moto and Joey Wheeler's fucking business. Yeah, yeah we got uh, a wee thing of Yugi being there, like, oh, whoa, K- Kaiba, Kaiba hates his dad. Whoa, that's, I-, I wonder why. Which is very funny to me because Yugi doesn't even have a dad. So, like, the fuck are you talking about, yeah. mate? Um, Yugi doesn't have a dad and Joey has a shitty dad. Yeah, like, why is it so strange to you that people dislike their fathers? Come on, come on, let get with come it. Come on, dude. Maybe he just really wishes. It's 2019, he had one. Yuki. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. yeah. I mean, it really is a mystery as to where Yukimoto came from. Um, he hatched from an egg. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He, you ever? It's like uh, I don't know what where to put this, but like. Uh, Solomon Moto uh, had a virtual pet that was Yugi, and then his love for Yugi made Yugi come to life. From the 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 tamago of Tamagotchi. Is tamago is the egg part of? Ta- yes, it is. Oh yeah, we're on an ep- This is an episode of Star Trek because the thing happens where like the big screen in front of the captain's aka Mokuba's chair glitches, and like a mysterious blue-haired boy a- appears on it. Yeah, he's uh, hacked into it and taking control. Kaiba says that he will not let his triumphant return to Kaiba Corp be ruined by some computer geek. In the sub, he, like, recognizes this kid, though. He's like, oh, whoa, no way, it's it's you. Uh, Oh, he does not recognize him in the dub. Yeah, 
Like, there's a whole bit later on where he's like, who the hell is this and what's going on? Uh, yeah, we have a p- bit later on where Mokuba is like, so, Kaiba, like, you, do you know that boy? And Kaiba just, like, deflects and talks about something else. So, oh, okay. Uh, um, hey, Sarah, Sarah, in the sub, did, uh, did... Did um, Mokuba say anything, or did one of the Kaibakor guys say anything about a tractor beam pulling them into the oh, yeah. underwater fortress? Uh, no. <laughs> like, okay, because that's my favorite line in like maybe the series. <laughs> but the thing is, like, the mysterious blue-haired kid who looks suspiciously like Kaiba from season zero, um, like the kid is like, "Hey, why don't you come visit me in my house?" And then the giant moving fortress surfaces. The blimp blimp goes inside it. Um, I think the blimp has been hacked and is being controlled by Noah, but I legit thought that Mokuba was still piloting at this point and was just like, yeah, sure, I'll land here. Yeah, cool. No, we specifically get a line about a tractor beam pulling them into the yeah. uh, underwater fortress. So There's also yeah. a line about them getting hacked. Yeah, they were. it seems to be some sort of hacker tractor beam combo. Hacker beam. Um, yeah. Oh, also, this point we cut to Mark on the roof, and he literally says the line, "I don't know what's going on here, but it looks interesting." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much what happens. With Mark us is Mark. Mark really is the audience surrogate for this arc. Yeah, he's just sort of there. Um. Oh, okay. So yeah, they go into the mysterious fortress castle thing, and I would love to know what they had come out of the wall instead of what we had, which was guns. Uh, they, they seem to be laser beams at some point. Some yeah, they say the word stun phasers. They sure uh, do. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, okay. That, that's... Yeah. Eh. I mean... They, they still do the next thing, which is when, when uh, they tr- refuse to leave the blimp, uh, they fire on them. Yeah, okay. they do get hit with these uh, uh, quote-unquote stun phasers, so... I mean, th- these ones, I mean, they're not called stun phasers, they're called, they're, I mean, they're still sold as, like, guns that can hurt you, but they look like little bits of light, so I guess they just kind of didn't bother censoring them and then just said the word stun phasers. Okay. Huh. Yeah, because yeah, did, guess... it didn't seem, to, uh, it didn't seem to hurt them. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, uh, they avoid the, under threat of stun phaser, they enter the castle, or the fortress, whatever, um, they go into this huge, like, ginormous airplane hangar-sized room where a bunch of guys in suits are waiting for them. And guess who it is? It's us. It's the big five, folks. Yep. We made it. We have transmigrated into the anime. Mm-hmm. Finally. We did it. High fives all round. Yep. Uh, <laughs> killing it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, somebody asks what this place is, and um, Joey says it's too big to be a racquetball court. Yep. <laughs> thanks, Joey. So, thanks, Joey. Yeah. So the big five like tell them about like the how they've been like trapped in cyberspace ever since uh, the other virtual world episode. Yeah. And- we get like a little sort of ten minute five minute flashback of the end of the last filler arc mm-hmm. 
sort of thing with the five-headed dragon and Transmokuba and all that stuff. Um, um, they trans right. They mentioned that Noah has given them a new solution when he hacked into the Kaiba Corp mainframe, and they've devised a new game to put Kaiba and Pal through. It's a it's a virtual duel monsters tournament, uh, and they mention like they're doing this because they've the the big five have been trapped in the virtual world for so long that they don't have bodies anymore. I guess they like wasted away or something, and they want to return to the real world using a uh, Yugi and friends bodies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, it's just, mm-hmm. just a yucko premise. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, you hate, to, you hate it, to think about it too deeply. I, I suddenly I am thinking of some cyberpunk shit where a CEO puts his puts his brain into like some kid's body so he doesn't have to de- get old and die. You uh, fucking know Jeff Bezos has like s- you know some fucking orphans in his dungeon right now. Mm, like he's, yeah. he's gonna he's gonna be trying this in the next five years. He's gonna build. He's gonna do that. He uh, so there's a big flash, and they get like sucked into cyberspace. Uh, yeah, it looks really cool, actually. I like yeah. this. It's like very uh, kind yeah, of it did. Doctor Who Tron kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's they're in this like Doctor virtual who? world. That's my Doctor Who joke. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's like a tropical jungle, and uh, there's a joke where Tristan does a funny fart. Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, the funny fart joke. Do you get the funny fart joke, Sarah? Nope, didn't get a funny oh, fart joke. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, uh, Taya says it smells just like a real jungle, and Tristan just says it's him, and that's gross. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I just, I was just kind of busy getting excited about dinosaurs, because I love dinosaurs. Oh, yeah, the dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah the... so keep, keep going. That, uh, Dino attacks one of them, but like the attack does nothing because nothing in this virtual world is real. Like they try like grabbing the trees and like the plants and stuff, and it's all just uh, holograms. Yeah, Kaiba is like pathetic. This is shitty VR. I my VR is way better than this VR. Mm-hmm. The entire um, gang looks into the camera and and in perfect unison said, "Nothing in this universe can hurt you. There's nothing to worry about." <laughs> Yeah. Um, except for emotionally, because then they all turn around and season one Kaiba is there. Yeah. Uh, Kaiba reveals that he's been making virtual clones to duel himself, because who better to duel him than him? Wait, in the... I mean, that is extremely true, and shout out to Darkside Dimensions just for one sec, but in the dub, is does, did I, did, does Kaiba say that, like, this virtual world is something that Kaiba Court made? I think so. He says that he invented the technology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that and, and and that this is a copy of the technology. So he I think the impression I'm getting is that I believe when this mysterious voice hacked into the Kaiba Corp mainframe maybe he took this technology. Okay, okay. Yeah. Because I, I think for us it's uh, like, you know, Kaiba probably invented VR, but this is, like, a different thing that someone else has made with, like, shittier technology than what Kaiba uses. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so season, like, a clone of season one Kaiba 
or a, a VR version of season one Kaiba is here so that he can like like the gang are forced to go through a tutorial level mm-hmm. for this VR game. Yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah. So they introduce uh, Virtual Kaiba and Virtual Kaiba's opponent, Total Defense Shogun, and they have and to demonstrate the rules, here's basically how it works. These decks have like a deck master, a special monster that that represents the uh, player player in in the field. For Kaiba, it's Blue Eyes. For Total Defense Shogun, because he is a dual monster card himself. Uh, they show like these these like the deck master gets like special abilities they can use. So like Kaiba like creates the Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon using his deck master, and then uses that to attack on the first turn because he can do that with with uh, Blue Eyes' ability. But, however, the Total Defense Shogun also has a special ability that lets him reflect the attack back at him, instantly destroying Kaiba. And I do think it's kind of great that, that uh, for their tutorial, they showed Kaiba dying. Of yeah, course they did. It, it was, of course... I, because I, I was watching this and I was actually very, because you know, the, in the uh, sub, the last episode was called One Turn Kill. And like in this tutorial, Virtual Kaiba like almost basically does a one turn kill. But then the other deck master turns around and actually does a one turn kill. And I was like, hey, oh, hey, look, hey, it's I one turn kill. I like it. There it um, is. But yeah. Like for me, basically, your deck master is your special friend who like sits beside you while you duel and like uh, eggs you on and gives you support and love. Yeah, um, that's what I need. Yeah, I... we <laughs> just kind of like in my every day. Like I want mm. somebody kind of sitting in my cubicle. Like <laughs> you know, maybe Karibo files some paperwork for me. Oh, oh, oh nice. Kaiba calls the big five a bunch of white-collar husbands, and also I forgot to uh, give the names of the Kaiba Corp board of directors in earlier, but their names are... Gansley. Wait, do we get their names yet? We got them yeah, earlier. Dude. I forgot to mention them. Uh, oh my god. Their names Please. are Gansley, Crump, Johnson, Nesbitt, and Lecter. <laughs> I love these names they've given them. Tag yourself. I'm Nesbit. Check out my new Nesbit Sona. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much the end of the episode. Like we end by like the big five, at least in the sub anyway. The big five like reiterate. They like challenge the gang. They're like, duel us or else you'll never be able to leave VR. Um, if the big five win, they get to steal one of the gang's bodies to go back to the real world. Um, and then if the gang win, they get to leave VR. And yeah. everyone's like, yeah, of course we'll Jill you. Bring it the fuck on. Why Joey did you accept says, we're this? Kick your, we're going to kick your big business butts. Oh, thank you, Joey. Mm. Thank you, Joey. Big, big you, Bezos Joey. business butt. Yeah. Take him on, Jonoichi. And that's the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Game? Uh, game. Sure. Queen? Queen? Games. Queen game. Yeah, Queens of Games. Okay. Uh, Dan, what you been playing? So, 
I've been playing Watch Underscore Dogs 2 a whole lot. It's Is that different I've to Watch Dogs I've never heard anybody kids. call it that. That's amazing. I... It's just Watch Dogs 2, but I... There was like he this prefers old... the proper pronunciation. Wait, is there an underscore in Watch Dogs 2? Yeah, yeah dude. it's Watch underscore Dogs 2. There's like there was like some issue in like the early promotional stuff for the first game where they had to call it Watch underscore Dogs. So uh, it is. Huh, the more you know. Yeah, so in Watch underscore Dogs 2, uh, <laughs> you play as uh, Marcus Holloway, a new member of a of a sort of like hacker group well a cell of a hacker group called DeadSec. Uh, you have to you have to as a member of DeadSec you have to like hack stuff and like and like sneak around and uh, expose the evil corporations of San Francisco for their uh, horribleness. Oh so just like Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. Uh, it's really fun, like it's very stealth focused. But like you can do like all sorts of creative solutions to stuff. Like, like just yesterday, I did like a DLC mission where I had to destroy a bunch of stuff, like some cars and some cocaine shipments. And what I did was like I I like laid snuck around, laid down explosives to blow up the the coke to blow up one of the coke things as well as one of the cars. And then I used a quadcopter to fly around above my enemies' heads and hack stuff remotely so like I could drive the rest of the cars into the bay and the and like blow up a thing that was next to the other coke shipment. Just like Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm. <laughs> uh, the writing is weird because like it feels like some of the writers on staff actually understand social issues and some of them don't really. And, like oh boy. it varies between like real Inter- the social commentary varies between interesting and surface level, between an actual leftist and banky. <laughs> banky. I'm banky. Yeah, they're banky. I saw someone tweet about Glee the other day that Glee had tackled every single social issue known to man and done all of them badly. And I'm, I'm, like, I'm just I'm about- in a cold sweat right now, you guys. Wait, did you retweet this? No, I don't think so. But, like, if you guys had known me in 2011... Oh, man. You guys. Uh, I was a fucking... And I'm gleek? gonna be shot... I'm gonna be shot by the God! FBI for saying this, but yeah, gleek. I forgot the word gleek existed. I had God. a tote bag. I had a tote bag that said I'm a gleek on it. <laughs> Just so you guys know. Yeah, I mean, it was gifted to me. I didn't purchase it myself, but I had it and I used it. I can't throw stones in this glass house because in 2011, I was into My Little Pony. Ugh. All right. Okay. That, in 2011, you, I was into the Beatles. That was my first okay. internet Okay, so you know what? We've all, you know what? We've all been into some fucking dark corners. Yeah. <laughs> the, we, we've bared our internet hearts on this podcast. Yeah. Um, Elliot, what app? Uh, I've still just been playing the Arcana. Lucio's route updated this afternoon, and I'm still in the middle of uh, playing the latest update. Uh, he remains complete fucking shithead garbage. Um, hmm. And I love him. Uh, cool. And also they have like very, very slightly 
lowered the prices on the in-app purchases, like offering, they didn't used to offer like discounts. Like it used to be like a hundred coins for a buck 99 and then like 250 coins for 499, like no discount or incentive mm. to. Mm. And so they, they offer discounts the more you buy now, which is like still busted. But it's like, whatever, I know I'm going to spend the money at this point, so like at least give me the fucking 15% discount. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Sarah, you got a Pokemon for us? Uh, the robot's not working, it's not generating me one. Have I done it right? Did, should there be a space? I don't uh, know how to use it. Is Kaibot dead? Okay, here, ooh! Oh, uh, yeah, for free. I, ha- I, have, I have obtained Pokemon. Uh, I'm, this guy's my deck master now. Um, yeah. It's number 676. Furfru. Um, hey, how come I can't see the picture? That's Because uh, he's only uh, visible to... Uh, I, I can't think of anything. Fuck, but holy shit. Okay. This Pokemon yeah. is groomable. The description Ooh, like says, it. trimming its fluffy fur not only makes it more elegant, but also increases the swiftness of its movements. Max has just posted another image of, like, seven differently groomed frou-frous. This Pokemon... This is... Uh, the, I... The, the, the possibilities, the versatility, the style, the aesthetic, the perfection of... What type is it? This is a normal type Pokemon. My fucking favorite. Just they're so valid. Okay? They're they're fluffy and beautiful and they're just like the thing about Pokemon is if I don't want it as a normal ass pet to just live in my house, then I don't want it at all. Um this th- this lad, this 4.5. I want him. I love him. I do too. Yeah. Cute. And I I can't even tell what kind of animal he's based on. And that uh, that just makes it yeah. even better. A Looks like a cross mixed with something like yeah. a borzoi? Like something I mean, in between a poodle borzois. and a borzoi? Yeah, I, I can borzois. also see like llama and sheep in there. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love him. Hmm. Uh awesome. you wanna talk about Yu-Gi-Oh? Oh yeah, let's go back to Yu-Gi-Oh. Episode 99! Uh, Deckmaster Deep Sea Warrior. Isolated in Cyberspace, Part 1. That's fair. Um, at the beginning of the episode, the big five are really, 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 really big. Like, they're big! And there's five of them. Hmm. Because they're like virtual people, so they just like enlarged their PNGs of their bodies. So they're really big. <laughs> um, they just put them in, put themselves into Microsoft yeah. Paint, and just like kind of dragged dragged themselves around until they were I bigger. Mean, they do look bad. Like they're all kind of crowded around the gang, like laughing evilly and distorting. Like yeah. they're fucking. They're all pixelating. Um, um, I mean, all the all the animation in this part looks fairly janky. Yeah, all the characters <laughs> fall down like these pits that Although, open up under them. I just want to mention that, like. Jo- Joey says the thing first. He's like, "Bring it on! I'll fucking deal yous. And he then immediately falls through a hole. Uh, and Anzu's like, "What the fuck?" And the, the big five that say the line to Anzu, "Your friend's speech means that you've all given your consent to this." And I don't think that's how it works, lads. They did not say that. They, yeah, they just 
they talk about how they'll all be separated for the duels. So like yeah, they, they I mean start... yeah, they all just decided like you are all going to duel. Yeah. Yeah, they, they don't even it. they don't even say that like everyone's just really kind of a little bit like scared and confused because all these holes are opening and like what the fuck. Um uh so there's like this whole sequence of them like falling down these cyberspace pits. They're like tubes. Yeah, and they're like RGB glitching. It's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Everybody's uh, screaming except Kaiba and Mokuba. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I correct me if I'm wrong, but Kaiba is like holding Mokuba as they're falling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he and is. I, I, it's normal. It's normal. I'm having a normal one. Yeah, and like I noticed later on, whenever we cut to them, like getting up from where they've fallen, that like Kaiba's arm is like draped over Mokuba, like protecting yeah. him. Yeah. And I didn't have any feelings at all. Ne- no, definitely. Yeah. I've didn't. never had a feeling in my life. Um, <laughs> I'm okay. I'm very excited to talk about the next scene because we get Noah shorts. Oh yeah, Noah. He's got. He's these got. Sh- Little I didn't shorts. even. I I didn't really notice the shorts. I noticed nothing else but the shorts. Okay. He's got shorts and a fancy jacket, and he's in this big control chair, control chair, just surrounded with hologram screens. Uh, yeah. I mean, I noticed he was dressed like a little fancy boy, but I didn't really like spend a lot of time on the shorts. Fancy boy shorts. I I'm obsessed. Um. It's a yeah, I did note that like the all the screens that are like because they're all like holographically just floating around him in midair, but they all have like CRT monitor effect on them. Huh. Um, because I guess in two thousand and three they couldn't conceptualize a screen not having that. When did? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I love that. Um, it is cool. But yeah, uh, so he's watching it's everyone. It's an aesthetic, Sarah. It's an mm-hmm. aesthetic, and it's good. Um, so yeah, he's like watching everyone like in cyberspace, and we get to see where everyone's landed and stuff. Yep. Uh, Joey's in like a big castle. Taya is in these DBZ fight ruins. Uh, Serenity is in like a forest by a lake. Uh, Tristan and Duke are in some hallway. Mokuba and Kaiba end up on a forest path, but not the same forest as. As Serenity. Mokuba and Kaiba are lying completely dead on the pavement. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Yugi, Yugi's landed beside like a nice lake. Um, and then the sexy fishman from Shape of Water comes out and goes to deal him. He looks like a Destiny character or maybe a tokusatsu thing. Mm. He's very yeah, sexy anyway. I don't anyway. understand any of the references you guys have said in the past, like, 30 seconds. You don't mm-hmm. seen the sexy fish film? Oh, you're missing nobody out. Wanted, nobody wanted to go see the sexy fish film with me. I went to see the sexy fish film by myself. I, sh- I should See, I should have. But I was like, I don't like seeing sexy movies by myself. I'm like, this is... I, just, I, uh, <laughs> ugh, I, I regret know. not seeing the sexy fish film. I... I think I wanted to go with my mom because she's a big fan of, uh, what's his name? Sexy uh, Fish. Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. Like, yeah, I know. Labyrinth I was going to go with is... my brother because of that, but um, decided yeah. against it. Yeah, Pan's Labyrinth is like her favorite movie, so like, I had wanted to go with her, but I never got around to it. Uh, we'll, so... we'll, have, we'll have Pog movie night, and we'll all we'll watch mm. the Sexy Fishbound film. Okay. Great. Um, uh, it's very good. He's got so, yeah. like big fins as part of his costume and like 
like parts of it are like covered in scales. It's really neat looking. Uh, um. So the so yeah, he like hits cyberspace and he's like, oh, mm, Yugi, I can't wait to win this deal so I can take over your youthful body and yeah. The, at, at this point, Yami comes out and is like, "Well, buddy, looks like we got a deal, huh?" Yeah. Uh, in the yeah. dub, he opens up with the phrase, "Are you familiar with the phrase? It's time to duel." <laughs> well, this is the last time you're ever going to hear it. And introduces himself as Gansley, former vice president of business strategy at Kaiba Corp and a founding member of the Big Five. Dan, I'm of- so glad you wrote all that down because I was uh, I thought about it and I was like, you know what? I'm counting on Dan. Yeah. Uh, this- okay. No, I, I'm really sad that like in the sub we don't get their like parts. They're just like, oh, hit cyberspace, blah blah blah, and it's say vaguely generic stuff. We don't get anything specific like, oh, I was the head of accounts. At least not yet. Yeah. He just says some generic shit. Oh yeah, and then- we get a little, we get a little flavor in the dub. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, we just get. It's deal time. Uh, it's time to deal. Yeah, Yugi calls him an old man, and he and like Gansley says, "I can't wait to be young again, but I will have to change that haircut of yours." <laughs> Fuck. So strange. Like, I, I like. I like. I have an idea. This idea that this like firmly establishes him as like an old, out of touch man. <laughs> it's like, yeah. No, because nobody else. It, nobody else so much as mentions the hairstyle. It's, it's a perfectly normal hairstyle, according to everyone else. But like the old dudes are like, "The fuck is up with that kid's hair?" <laughs> I'm imagining like some sort of like political cartoon for them, where like they, where it's like kids these days, where their hair is all big and spiky, and there's a crying Statue of Liberty. <laughs> They they always be on that dual disc. <laughs> Back in my day, big spiky hair meant freedom. Now it only means gaming. <laughs> uh, oh uh, anyway, Yummy builds a deck us, in thirty New seconds. New York Times, etc. <laughs> oh, We're yeah. available. Uh, so yeah, Yummy builds a deck within less than thirty seconds, and the fuck, Yummy, how you do that? I yeah. I gave him the benefit of the doubt and assumed that they cut it for time. Yeah, fair. But it is it is way funnier to imagine him just because there was like an extended five second shot of his eyes doing the like like, like the math boop, boop, boop. the math gif. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like looking very fast. So I like to imagine that he just like it looked like he was thinking very hard to pick them all, but really he was just like picking them all at random. <laughs> yeah, He's just like, Yugi, what the fuck do any of these do? Gansley <laughs> uh, like haunts him by saying, "You better pick quickly in case you miss a good card." Uh, yeah, basically like a kind of wall of cards like float past him, and he's like, "Jokes on you, Gansley! I just picked the first fifty. My name is Yami. I'm five thousand years old, and I never learned how to read." I I don't know how many cards go in a deck. Forty. Uh, okay. It's like yeah, forty. Uh, so Yami, that's ten too many. <laughs> I can't count. You can get more, but there is like an upward limit. I don't know how deep it goes though. Uh, uh, 
Well, let's never find either. out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but anyway, so like, so like, Kai, uh, while Yugi is deciding his deck master, Gansley's picking himself, which is a Deep Seas Warrior. Uh, he's considering Dark Magician, but then Karibo just calls out to him. Like, it moves around a little, and then it comes to life and surrounds him. And I've got written here, ah, <clears throat> Karibo is good. They're going to win together. Ah, Karibo is so good. And special little boy. Goody, goody! I do love Kuri. Kuri. You guys get the cooties, right? I um, think so. I think so. Oh, thank fuck. Thank fuck. Um, I don't know so if it's not? that exact sound effect, can't deprive but it's us good. of every fucking joy. Yeah. Um, so for us, y- Yami is like, okay, um, I'll definitely go for Dark Magician and like goes to goes to like, you know, decides, goes to take the card, and then Karibu just like busts out of the card and is like, Nope, it's me, bitch. Karibu <laughs> busting through. He busts through and oh I love him so much. He's baby. Yeah. Me too. And Yam- Yami is pissed. <laughs> yeah. Um He does not like it at all, and Karibu like cuddles his cheek and Yami's like, get the fuck away from me. No, I think Yami's a little less upset, but he's just sort of begrudgingly accepting it. But, anyways, Gansley like summons a monster face down. Yeah, they do. They do deal. Is yeah. the only note I've got. Um, uh, Yugi summons a card called Obnoxious Celtic Guardian. That's me. Yeah. I yeah that that's the only note I have about the whole duel is Obnoxious yeah. Celtic Guardian is me. Uh, yeah. There's like a bit where like. He destroys a card, but it's like a Shinigrade, which lets him summon a new card and reshuffle and make Yugi... I think Yugi has to give up one of his cards. Yeah, he does. But, but after that, we see some shots of like everyone in their own parts of the virtual world. Shizuka uh, loves to see these swans. Hmm. She's Until just like, she oh, look, there's swans. There's water. This is so nice. Uh, um, Joey- Joey's like in his castle and he's like saying, he's trying to like taunt the big five, but he can't tell where they are. So he's just like shouting insults. He's just yelling into the void for someone to please fight him. He's yelling into the void. I ain't afraid of your bald heads and your outdated neckties. (laughs) It's really, he has some really good insults and I wish I had written them down. That's Uh, the only, I didn't write any of them down. That one I just have etched on my heart. <laughs> um, Duke and Honda slash Tristan are running down an endless corridor that literally never ends. Um, the Kaiba yeah. Bros are in a beautiful forest, like an enchanted fucking forest. Um, yeah. This is the point for me at which Mokuba so like Mokuba is like, so hey, how how do you know who's this Noah? How do you know what's what's the deal with Noah? And Kaiba's like, uh, uh, you know, this VR place ha- probably has an emergency exit. Let's go find it. Hmm. Oh yeah, uh, no, straight up we get Mokuba's asking about it, and Kaiba's just straight up like, I don't know, Chief. Hmm. Mm. Uh, he does, like, suspect that someone else might be involved in this plot because he thinks, like, Noah's... Neither Noah nor the Big Five could have, like, the potential ability to build something like this. Yeah, we get we get the same 
um, piece of dialogue, actually, um, um, which is cool. So, yeah, they go off to, like, find a magic door out of the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we cut back to the duel, and I've just got here in all caps, cool lizard, cool mustache. Yeah, that's uh, Iperia. Uh, I love it so much. Yeah. They, Gansley then, like, goes on, like, this little thing about there are three secrets to success in the world of business. First, oh. build a powerful workforce. So he, like, summons some cards. Then, know your own resources. Uses one of them to make Yugi give up another card. And three, always keep the competition guessing. And you can't guess what I'm doing next. Okay, this is way better than the sub, because in the sub he just fucking quotes Sun Tzu or some shit and then does duel, but, but I'm loving these business strategies. Do them dirty in front of they dad. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Thanks, Sun Tzu. That's what Sun Tzu says. Yeah. Um, this is the part of the duel, this is the part of the episode where I spaced out because I was busy writing new duels. <laughs> uh, um, we, oh, Honda and Duke uh, decide to literally hack the mainframe with an axe. Yeah. They're just gonna, like, stop and smash through a wall. Uh, Tristan just grabs an axe off of, like, a knight's, uh, a knight suit of armor and, like, Duke is, like, surprised that the axe can even be held. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh Anzu... What, sorry? Taya is in, like, the DBZ ruins. It's, like, really hot. Uh, uh, these weird monster men surround Taya. <laughs> okay, you know what I thought about the monster men? I, saw, I just saw, like, the glint of, like, a blue muscled figure, and my brain was like, Machamp? Is it you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's me. <laughs> yeah, but it, it wasn't Machamp. It's like these fucking ogre guys or something. I, I, these I are cards. It's, Hitats- it's Hitatsumi Giant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know that because of the picture uh, Max drew of one of them as a minion. Oh my fucking god! Uh, I I, I think I know it just that. from the card game. Oh. But uh, thanks for making me remember that. Uh. The Cyclopses attack, and then we cut back to Mokuba and Kaiba, who find, like, an exit door that's just sitting out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, they do- they- it's like- it's like- it's fucking Narnia. Like, there's just a door in the middle of nowhere. And, like, it's Narnia to me. To me, it's Narnia. Hmm. Um, yeah, and Mokuba's Mokuba's stoked and starts running towards it, and Kaiba kind of half-heartedly jogs after him. I imagine because I like to think that Seto Kaiba is like very out of shape. <laughs> he mm. eats like one chocolate bar a day and just sits on the computer like making VR universes. So yeah, tracks. there are all these like promo pictures of him being like super duper ripped. And um, my favorite, one of my favorite images I've ever seen is just like, a picture, just like a fan art that was like, what's under Kaiba's shirt? And he lifts up his shirt and it's a six pack of King's Hawaiian buns. <laughs> Instead of abs. <laughs> He's been faking abs this whole time. Um, um, so yeah, they open the door and it leads to a building which they say something about like, oh, that's where we grew up. Yeah, that's the old orphanage they were in. Uh, before they were adopted. Yep. Uh, that's kind of all we get there. Um, yeah, I'm sure before... that 
I'm sure that was a normal time. Yeah, sounds pretty normal and fine. Mm. Um, then we cut back to the duel. This fucking, the sickest guitar riff is playing in the sub. Like, the soundtrack to this whole thing is so sick. Um, mm. Karibu is just there being all like, Kuri, 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 Kuri. Yeah. Gensley insults Karibu. Horrible. <gasps> How dare he? Gensley. Uh, Kuri. So you use this polymerization, uh, creates Chimera, the flying mythical beast, uh, uh, and then he like sacrifices some monsters to create. Oh no! Uh, Gansley then does a thing where, with his car, with his deck master, where he sacrifices some monsters to create a reflector hole. It bounces the attack back at Yugi, and now he's down to 1,900 life points. And like Gansley taunts Yami how one more direct hit and he'll win. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Whenever, like, Yami gets, like, fucked up, Kuribu is he's just, like, Kuri! Just all concerned. I love him so much. He's so cute. Yeah, but yeah, that's it. Tune in next time to see how Kuribu is valid. Yeah. I can't remember what happens, but I just... That's probably what happens. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to do a Beyond Tune World, so today... Yeah. We will be reading from, let me just make sure I get this title right, The Book of Secret Arts. Max, make sure to add some reverb on that, thanks. Yeah, uh, yeah, try to find like that song we said would be good for it. I could probably link it again. Well, anyways, we- We're having a production meeting on air. This week, we're going back a bit to, to an earlier villain, Maximilian Pegasus. Pegasus. Fuck. Ooh. I fucked that up. <laughs> Through his research into ancient Egyptian games, Maximilian Pegasus has become the creator of the worldwide phenomenon trading card game, Duel Monsters. While traveling throughout Egypt, the mysterious shoddy replaces Pegasus's left eye with an ancient artifact called the Millennium Eye which allows him to read another person's mind. That's especially useful when dueling, where he gets to know what his opponent's strategy is, even before he executes it. Pegasus initiates the Duelist Kingdom tournament to gather the greatest duelists in the world. By using the magic of the Millennium Items, he may be able to revive his long-lost wife, Cecilia. With the Millennium Eye, and his ability to read the minds of his opponents. He can defeat all who challenge him. Against Yugi, however, this plan fell apart, when Yugi switched back and forth from Yugi to Yami Yugi in order to keep one of their thoughts hidden from Pegasus at all times. Uh, I could go into the monsters if you want. There's quite a few here, though, so I might save that for yeah. another week. That was a long yeah. one. That was, like... All the yeah. other ones have been, like, two sentences, and we get, like, a full bio. Yeah, it's because yeah, it's one I of the like more that. important characters. Mostly I've been reading <laughs> off of more minor characters, and so he's a big one, so he gets, like, a big name and, like, a whole bunch of big monster entries. I'll save that for another week, though, so... Whenever you said Maximilian, I was just going to cut in there with host of the show, but then my brain kicked in and I said actual Pegasus instead, which just, <laughs> like, Pegasus himself warged into me and I had to yeah. say Pegasus. Our, our duelist of 
our entry this week is Max of Bajillion Pegasus. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> so, do we do uh, questions? No, couldn't be here because his power is out. We got quite a few questions this week. Uh, about seven. Okay, so let's go over these. <clears throat> Anonymous asks, "What crimes against card games would one need to do to be sent to Alcatraz Island?" I bring my Magic the Gathering deck to the Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. I refuse to leave until someone plays me. Uh, I'm, I'm forcibly removed from the Battle City tournament. <laughs> I'm gonna say a variant of that, where, where when at the tournament you just you just uh, sneak up behind people who are sitting with their ass cracks <laughs> out and just <laughs> pose doing a little prayer motion. Uh, uh, look, we it stand would be me. a legend. We truly do. Oh. I'm like, yeah. Is it rude? Yes. It, is it amazing? Yes. <laughs> I am doing the pose right now. I I am too. I just want to say that whenever, okay, this week I went to the there was a Game of Thrones exhibition in Belfast. It was really overpriced. If you come here, don't bother going to it because it costs too much money for what it is. I but. Won't. You can go to the building and there's like a little iron throne kind of at the end of the exhibit that you can pose on for free. And the pose that I did was Magic the Gathering hands prayer butt crack squatting man dot PNG. <laughs> I did that pose. That rules. In so honor happy. of the one true king. He's the king of games. He's th he's the king of games in real life. Yeah. I think on our, I think on the cover that I'm on the new cover that I made, I should like put him in at like one percent opacity. <laughs> oh, that would be good. Just... <laughs> uh, the the blessed ghost that watches over our podcast, or just put him in like a hidden layer, but just like we know he's there. Listeners, <laughs> right now, if you go into your podcast app, just look for him. He's there. Oh, did we update the cover already? Did we update the cover? By the time we release this episode, we will. Okay. Sick. It's saved in the Google Drive. Okay, I'll wait. I'll wait until you alter it and add the king in there somewhere. <laughs> um, I'm I, I'm not actually going to do that because my dad's computer is where I do all of my dark works, and it's <laughs> um, it's in the shop. Mm, okay. Oh, okay. I thought you were. I thought you were gonna. You know, you 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 do the alteration, and then the next morning, your dad comes up and is like, "Why are there thirty-five different sized PNGs of this squatting praying man on my desktop, Elliot?" Mm. <laughs> um. Our next question is from. Um, I second uh, the I second the Magic the Gathering guy mm. pose. That's how I would get kicked out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're all gonna do it in like sync, like the torture dance from JoJo. Um, Max Bajillion says to Pot agreed. He can't be here because his power is out, and you can't go into cyberspace unless you have like technology, and he doesn't. Here's an actual thoughtful one from me to you. Assuming the virtual world is based on any fictional media property, what would be the best case scenario world for you to be trapped in based on your knowledge of that fictional universe? Hmm. Warriors cats. Hmm. I'm going to go with my own warriors cats, mouse guard. But the Ooh. question is, if I'm in mouse guard, am I human sized or mouse sized? Mouse sized. Okay, because if I was human-sized, I would just be stuck in the, the Michigan wilderness. But if I was <laughs> oh, mouse-sized, yeah. I'd probably, and hopefully be a mouse, um, 
If I was mouse size, I would just, I don't know, live in one of the cities. Help, I'm stuck in virtuality. It's just Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagined I was a cat. I imagined I was definitely um the uh Warriors cat OC I made when I was twelve and oh RK fuck yeah on the war on the Warriors cats forums. Her name is Sunstripe. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh. God bless. <laughs> um yeah, definitely the worlds I know most about are the Wheel of Time one and any of the Cosmere worlds, pretty much. Um. I guess that's all the same world. So, depending on what planet I was stuck on, some of them some of them are literally hellscapes. But those are the fun ones. So I, I, you know, I'd go Roshar. Hmm. Uh, it's constant hurricane season there, and we love it. So I'm going. I, I like that we. I like that we all picked fandoms that the other hosts know nothing about. So none of our references are landing. Excellent. True uh, pot of greed fashion. I feel. Oh yeah. Anonymous asks, "What is Merrick up to?" Chilling, killing. He's maxing out, chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool. Yeah. Does the blimp have like a bar? He's just there with yeah. like a dry martini. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was gonna say he's raiding the fridge. Uh, he absolutely gin. is. Wait, is there gin and martinis? I don't know. Uh, um, he's actually vermouth. No. I was not a cl- I, I, I was not a classy I'm, drinker. A person made me a martini once, and it fucked me up, and I've never had one since. Okay. Hmm. But we yeah, be he's. James Bond. No, he's raiding the he's raiding the mini bar, and Kaiba is gonna charge him like six hundred dollars. <laughs> like <laughs> he's gonna get sent a bill. You get sent to the Shadow Realm and you get sent into poverty by your Kaiba Court bill for the minibar? Sucks. Sucks, dude. Uh, hey, what if Neo played Yu-Gi-Oh! in the Matrix? This is a question we got. From Anonymous. Uh, I don't know enough about the Matrix to comment, but it would be cool, I guess. I, I would have... like it because it's Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, instead of playing Kaiba, Keanu Reeves plays Yu-Gi-Oh! Huh? Okay. Yeah, I mean, God, Frankie Muniz is Yugi. <laughs> that was... I'm just imagining him wearing a Yugi wig. God. You know me too. So we we swap round Keanu Reeves and Frankie Muniz, and it's perfect. They... Perfect. Solved. Problem solved. What if Frankie Muniz plays as Yugi and Keanu Reeves plays as Yami? They just switch him out <laughs> when oh, he goes fuck, young. dude. That is a great idea. Take it to the bank, boys. <laughs> TM, TM, TM. Uh, yeah. Uh, for all hosts, if you had the opportunity to, to shed your physical form and replace it with a cool Yu-Gi-Oh card, which would you pick? Would you even want to return to the quote-unquote real world? Uh, no, because I'd pick that cool lizard with a mustache from this episode, and I would like I would no longer be able to think with my human brain because I'd have a lizard brain, and life would be perfect. Oh, I would I live in a swamp. Um, I forgot to say that was from anonymous. Uh, hmm. I'm I would thinking. be I would be battle ox, but I would eventually want to return to the real world because as battle ox. Um, 
Um, yeah, I mean, ideally, yeah, but if it was just, like, my, like, regular flesh prison, that'd be okay, too. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Beaver Warrior, maybe? Uh, and I, whether I return to the real world depends entirely on whether or not I can still access the internet at large from the mainframe. Mm, mm. I, uh, actually... Dark dark necrofear it would be like would be a good one for me actually I might go with dark necrofear because mm. the aesthetic and yeah. I'd probably I feel like dark necrofear would be fun if you could like log in and out of her like you know I could do some stints whenever I wanted to be like a fucking sick ass goth blue lady with a baby puppet I could log in and then log out again like I don't think I'd want to be here all the time because that'd be very intense. Sick, yeah. but intense. It's it's a lot to live up to. Yeah. Uh, Jake asks, what would you choose on purpose or accidentally uh, to be your deck master? You guys, mm. I don't fucking know anything about the cards. <laughs> mm. I, I would pick uh, Taco, the card that's Taco from TV. I don't know what it's called. It's called like Mysterious Elf or like Shitty Elf or something. Um, but yeah. I'd pick that one. I'm gonna go with uh, Coach Captain Behrman. <gasps> Such a good name. Um, so when I was a teen, I collected Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and um, I every pack I got, like for a couple of months, for, I got a fucking card called Trap Master in the, in them. So I decided I was just gonna start collecting them. And I would just, like, go to the Toys R Us on Saturdays and trade Yu-Gi-Oh cards with people until I had, like, 25 Trap Masters. So that would be the card that I would accidentally pick because it comprised of half my deck. Huh. <laughs> I mean, he's pretty right. fucking sick looking. He's got a cool hat and a, and a buzzsaw underneath his... Oh, I was gonna say, I remember buzzsaws, but that's all I remember about there's it. There's a buzzsaw, there's a chainsaw, there's a drill, there's a little pincer. I'm um, looking at looks great he's a funky little boy he's a funky little boy um ba, 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 ba. oh and um scooter lewis asks basically the same question which is so who are y'all's deck masters um i think taco from tv might yeah, be thinking... although there are some cool what's the card that's like a bunch of goblins uh shit oh the bunch of goblins yeah, it's like uh, Goblin no, I don't know Attack what it's Squad or something. Yeah, Goblin Attack Squad, that's it. Yeah, I think it'd be fun to just have like a bunch of funky little boys like dancing around me while I duel. There's, um, a, there's a guy in GX who uses a Goblin deck, and he also, in the dub, his gimmick is that he talks like Elvis. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, goblins, Elvis, no difference. I see no. I yeah. see no difference. Love is love. Yeah, the character is like one of those dandy dudes. It. He's just one of those dandy dudes with a pompadour, so they made him Elvis in the dub. Mm. Uh, do we do anything else in this podcast? Uh, I don't think so. No. Uh, that has been part of greed. You can... Uh, let's see. You, you can, can go to fucking kaiba.online. Literally, y'all, please go to kaiba.online. Yeah, that's our, that's the address for our Discord server. Just enter in kaiba.online and you can enter. 
Uh, I'm so once I'm again, that's Kaiba dot online. Kids always ask your parents before logging on. <laughs> uh, should like because I was tempted to um, like because I've had we've had the domain name Kaiba dot online for like a few weeks, and at the moment it directs to our Discord server. But I was thinking mm-hmm. we could make ourselves like a really shitty website. Oh, I know oh, I. I do have basic web design knowledge and I am capable of I'm capable of bringing to life the blueprint you outlined in our the scheduling chat. Okay, let's Fuck not yeah. talk about what it is. Let's just I'm not going I'm not going to. That's why I kept it so vague. Yeah. I'm just Listeners, you you'll know have to go to kaiba.online. Yeah. Uh let's see. You can send us questions at podofgreed.tumblr.com. You can follow us on Twitter, that's at podofgreedcast. Uh, you can tell a friend. Uh, it's always good to uh, spread word of the, of the things you like through word of mouth. Uh, I am Dan Silva. You can follow me at Mike underscore Dawson with a zero. You can follow my comedy blog at Xbox underscore Holiday, which I'm worried I might have missed something at some point, like uh, Duke Devlin's birthday or something. Uh, oh, no. Uh, did you did you miss Roy's birthday? <gasps> I don't think I have Roy's birthday down. Oh, so oh, oh. it was uh, Audrey's birthday yesterday, today, yesterday. Oh, recently. Okay. Uh, unclear. Happy- Roy's birthday was either yesterday or two days ago. Roy's birthday was two days ago. Happy Happy Roy Day, and then Audrey's birthday was the day after. So Happy yeah. Audrey Day. Happy Roy and Audrey. Fucked up day. that I still had to go to work on Roy's birthday. Xbox. Capitalism. Uh, let me just check. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, okay, yeah, there's no other holidays in August, so I'll make sure to put those down for next year. <laughs> Great. Uh, I God, am you. Sarah. You can find me everywhere at Sarah McCostumes. Um, I make swords now. They're cool. Cool. Sick. Um, I forgot to mention, uh, I wanted to mention it last week, but I forgot. Uh, I recently wrote an article on Medium. Uh, Whoa! Oh yeah, I read yeah. that. Yeah, it's about a uh, mouse guard. Uh, Sick. It's it's titled "Mouse Guard in the Cri- Criticism of Spectacle Obsessed Fantasy." It's a little basic, but it was good to just like write down my thoughts on something I enjoyed. Yeah, it was pretty neat. Yeah, that's really cool. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I'll link it in later. Um, Fuck so yeah. Elliot. Uh, uh, yeah, what? I'm Elliot. You can find me on Twitter at Card Lawyers. Uh, you can also dig a 12-foot hole, uh, put some herbs and spices into it, and uh, just holler down. I'll hear ya. Hell yeah. Uh, well, good night, lads. It's my mm-hmm. bedtime, so we're gonna go into the covers and go to sleep. Good night, Alright, she's laying her sleepy head face down and ending her day. Good night, Karibo. Good night, Karibo. Good night, Yu-Gi-Oh. Good night, dear listener. Uh, Good night, capitalism. Good night, capitalism. Okay. R.I.P.